welcome to Yoga Teachers Aid by Brie Outside, a podcast with resources and tools for yoga teachers. This is Coach Brianna, and this is the first episode of a mini-series that I'm offering, uh, mostly aimed at new yoga teachers and also struggling yoga teachers. So lesson number one, free yoga doesn't equal students. So during the COVID-19 pandemic, um, many yoga teacher trainings moved online and they went down in price, making becoming a yoga teacher more accessible than ever. Um, this is actually how I was able to get certified as a yoga teacher. You know, originally teacher trainings are in the two to three thousands of dollars, uh, which is not accessible to many people and also just making the time to go to an in-person session to get those hours. Um, I know some people have feelings about online yoga teacher trainings. My training required us to submit 15 hours of teaching videos instead of just taking a test, and that's one of the reasons why I picked the program that I picked, because I felt like those requirements were going to help me become a better teacher. But, you know, I'm not an elitist, so you got certified as a yoga teacher one way or another, and here we are. So let's uh, continue to talk about the business aspect of that. A lot of people, like myself, took advantage of this new opportunity to get certified, and now there's a lot of teachers on the market, okay? There's an abundance of us, and now we all need to find and capture the attention of our target audiences, our yoga niches, right? So many of you have probably started teaching either online or maybe you're teaching um, in person, outdoors. Maybe you've got a gig already at a local studio, but you're wanting to also um, start your own freelance business where you're in charge. So you've probably listened to other podcasts, maybe read some blog posts, or even attended a webinar looking for advice on starting your business and again, capturing that audience attention. But I'm going to be real with you for a minute. So it's not been easy for me over the last year starting my online business in terms of getting an audience and capturing the attention. So I've read so many articles, so many blog posts and podcasts, and I've tried so many of their solutions and taken so much advice. But I want to be real with you and give you some takeaways from what my first year of teaching online has actually looked like. Um, So again, this is lesson number one. Free yoga does not guarantee students. So that was probably one of the first things I learned over the last year teaching yoga online and a little bit in person. So most of you, you've probably been to a yoga studio and you know that the first time you go to a class at a new studio, they usually let you take it for free. Um, You also see yoga studios all the time, do open house days with free classes to attract students. So free yoga, it's not new, it's not novel. Uh, It's no surprise that it was one of the first things that I thought to do when getting students. So I decided to make the entire month, my first month, all the classes were going to be free. And I was teaching, you know, two to three classes a day, five to six days a week. Weekend heavy for sure, um, but also like before work hours and after work hours. 
I advertised mostly organically, tiny bit paid on Instagram, Facebook, Eventbrite, and by word of mouth. I was also working on my other podcast, Part-Time Athletes, at the time, and I had an established audience um, on the podcast at that time, and I advertised there too. But (laughs) again, just because it's free does not mean they will come. So over that entire month of free classes, I had one student show up. One, and it was a friend of mine, someone I knew. A couple of other people signed up, but they did not come to the class. And I emailed them both afterwards. Hey, inviting them to a new class. You know, I'd like to see you at the next one. Radio silence. So you're going to have to work really hard to find your audience and to attract them to your website just because you throw up a website or post that you're having classes on your Instagram does not mean that they're going to come. Don't lose hope. I have a suggestion, okay? One thing that has so far, it's in the works still, but um, just from the number of signups, I I can tell this is going to be a game changer. So try partnering with an organization that already has an audience in order to grow yours. So if reading is your thing, reach out to a bookstore or a library about partnering for an event. If you like coffee, try working with a local coffee shop. If you like bath products, beauty products, look for a brand, maybe a small business in your area um, that has store space, or maybe they have an online following and you can do an online event. Um, But try reaching out to a small business or nonprofit in your area or online and talk to them about partnering for an event. So there is a way that you need to do this in order to actually get a response. And we will go over, you know, what kinds of things to include in your email to this business or nonprofit or public entity. We'll talk about what you need to include and how you need to format that email to actually get a response in lesson number two, okay? But that's going to be the game changer. So don't get discouraged. This is why Yoga Teachers Aid exists. I hope you come back for lesson number two, and I hope that I can help you attract a bigger audience there. Mm -hmm. 